What's up, guys? Welcome to the Don't Forget to Love podcast with me, Mara Sullivan. It has definitely been a minute since my last episode. I hope you are having a great August. August is basically over. There's like a week left, which is so crazy. Today's episode is inspired by the one and only Queen B herself, Mrs. Beyonce Giselle Knows Carter, who I had the unbelievable privilege of seeing two weeks ago in Washington, D.C. on the Renaissance Tour. I will be talking about the importance of being humble, hard work, not being entitled. I will also be talking about ending the summer, doing a little recap. But before I get into the episode, I just want to give some updates. Um, these episodes are now available to listen to on YouTube. My YouTube channel is at Mara P. Sullivan. My handle is Mara's Love. Go subscribe to my channel if you have not already. And I have still been posting every single day on my Lemon 8. That is the new social media app I absolutely love. If you want more content from me and more behind the scenes daily stuff, you can always find me on Lemon 8. That is the word Lemon and the number 8 at Mara P. Sullivan. My Instagram is also at Mara P. Sullivan. But of course, my favorite place to create content is right here on the podcast. And I miss podcasting when I don't do it, which is how I know I really do love it. But um, installation had to be put in the walls in my apartment building. And so I stayed in a hotel, which I turned into a mini staycation. There's a post about it on my Lemon 8. If you want some solo date inspiration, I finally got to spend some time in the pool. It was during the week. And so I had the pool to myself. I watched the summer I turned pretty. I have not finished season two yet. I'm trying to stretch it out because I like the show so much. I don't want to watch it too fast but so far august has been great i'm going on my real summer vacation um labor day weekend which i cannot wait for so beyonce pretty much set the tone of this month for me so i've been on like a nice little high for the past two weeks since renaissance you guys can see all the videos on my instagram it's in the highlights tab blue ivy did perform that was the number one question everyone kept asking me because Blue does not do all the shows, but I got so lucky the night I went. Seeing Beyonce is so unreal, but seeing her daughter, seeing her and her daughter dance together is so special and it's just so dope. I also took my mom to see Earth, Wind, and Fire um, last weekend along with Lionel Richie. My summer concert series has been like really great this year. It's like so many artists are just on tour all at the same time. It's so crazy, I guess, because this is like the first year that most people are really comfortable in crowds since the pandemic and like the artists are more comfortable performing in large crowds. There's not as much fear around everything. But Earth, Wind and Fire was incredible, of course. It didn't even feel real to me to see them play September Live. Like, that's just such an iconic song. Lionel Richie is unbelievable in person. I have to admit, I had little to no interest in going to this show. I went because my mom really wanted to go, and I do love live music, so I tagged along, but I had zero expectations, and the show exceeded any expectations that I would have had. Like, seeing Lionel Richie just play the piano live alone was such a beautiful experience. He sung everything, like, all of his songs were absolutely incredible. Um, 
Um, the Commodores, he also sung like a ton of the Commodore songs. Guys, I'm so ashamed to admit it, and please do not <laughs> revoke my black card, but I never knew that the song Brick House is a Commodore song, the group that Lionel Richie was in, and so I was so shook when he performed that song. It was so good. I did not know it was one of his. Um, the ballads he sung were really good. They were definitely my favorite part of the show. Endless Love, Still. He sung Easy Like Sunday Morning, which is such an iconic song. He was great. Earth, Wind & Fire was great. And it's even more amazing because of their ages. Lionel Richie is like 75. Earth, Wind & Fire are in their 70s. It's just so inspiring and so beautiful. Clearly, I love music so much and have so much respect in general for people who perfect what they do and are doing what they love. I've said this before, but I'm really, really grateful that even though my mom raised me in church, she still let me listen to music and watch movies and TV and stuff because art and creativity in all forms is my number one passion. It has been since I was a kid and she was never like super strict or religious or judgmental about things. It really allowed me to be able able to respect and appreciate and find the beauty in quote-unquote secular things because I just love creativity so much. So like I said, today's episode is inspired by Beyonce. I did see her a few years ago on the formation tour but this renaissance show was a thousand times better like she's like a fine wine she's getting better with each time oprah said it in her video that went viral but there's just something so special and beautiful about this show that you cannot really put into words i think part of it is age i hear a lot of women you know that like 40s are the prime of womanhood i saw the same energy in Kourtney Kardashian when she entered her 40s. My mom did not have me until she was 39 and so I was raised by a woman in her 40s. There's just more like groundedness and I think being more subtle in who you are. I also think the Renaissance tour is more special because obviously Blue has been performing at some of the shows. She performed like I said at the one that I was at and people don't understand like why the internet is like losing its mind over Blue dancing like in the shows with Beyonce and the only way I can explain explain it is like if you follow sports and have heard the rumors that LeBron James is only still playing in the NBA because he wants to play with his son because it's never been done before in NBA history it's kind of like that like that's the only thing that I could compare it to to see someone who is the best in the world at what they do and then watch them do it do what they love with their child who also loves that thing it's just so beautiful and Beyonce is so happy I think that's why this show is just hitting and different we all know Beyonce is the queen we all know how crazy talented she is and you know she's a living legend a history maker a hundred times over but it's like everyone can tell how not just happy but how incredibly grateful she is to live the life she's living Oprah Winfrey has that famous quote you are responsible for the energy you bring into a room and that is so true because we pick up on other people's energy without even realizing it is why you cannot even know someone like personally or you can have never talked to them before but if you're in the same room as them you can be like it's just something about them that I really like or that just feels right when Beyonce opened the show she said that this is her gratitude tour and she just thanked everyone and you could tell how just genuine she is and how much she really meant it and you know she said I don't take anyone 
um, any of this for granted. I'm able to do what I love because of all of you. And of course, we all know like all all artists say that, but it's just nice to hear because some people, especially at that level, can easily forget that their careers are built by the support of millions of other people. And, you know, we all have those moments of pride and arrogance and being conceited, but it is so important to never forget to just do things like say thank you. We've all been, you know, we've all seen like a stereotypical, you know, just a rich, spoiled person who's bratty and ungrateful or rude and thinks that the world revolves around them. And a lot of the time, people who act like that the most are the most miserable and unhappy and lonely people because, like I said, we attract the energy that we put out. And who wants to be around somebody like that? Like, there's this that saying that misery loves company and it's easy to get sucked into someone else's low vibrational world. And you can always and like get an attitude because they always got an attitude you can act rude because they always act rude or a gossip because they gossip all of that comes back to you you know there's that saying we're the five people we surround ourselves with everything you put out you're inviting right back into your life the good and the bad and that's pretty much what today's episode is all about But the show was incredible. Like I said, Beyonce just really brings the Renaissance album to life. Each song had its own moment. She sung every single song off of the album and, of course, um, ones from her previous albums as well. She really takes her time with the sets and makes you feel like you're in that 1970s, 80s black disco house music, just partying with the best black and lgbtq legends who just created that style of music it was so much fun and i love that it's just her there were no openers or guests obviously blue but it's all her of course the twins and her dancers are featured but it's all her and it's a really really great show If you can see it, I definitely recommend. Tickets are always cheaper the day of, and all the shows are not sold out, so you can check on the day of if you really want to go. And she's in your area. Trust me, you will not regret it. Getting home from the stadium, guys, was such a nightmare, and I promise I'll, like, get into the topic once I go on this little, you know, story time. Getting home from the stadium was a nightmare. There was, like, a specific area of the stadium lot for rideshare, Um, But like Uber, Lyft kept canceling rides. And I thought it was because there were so many people. I, you know, obviously I expected to like take a long time to get picked up. You know, it's like pretty normal after like huge shows like that to like have to wait an hour or more or whatever. But like it was I thought it was because there were so many people. But it turned out that the vice president, Kamala Harris, was definitely there. And I believe like the whole Obama family was there too. And so there was National Guard trucks everywhere. There was Secret Service and presidential police and security like blocked the street for you know, like rideshare pickup or anyone who was picking anyone else up to come in. And so cards could only go out. None could come in to like the stadium lot, which no one figured out. Obviously, like it wasn't just me. Like I didn't figure it out. And like most people waiting didn't figure it out for almost two hours after we were like standing there, like after the show waiting to get picked up. I knew Kamala Harris was there because one of the security guys like told me when I was trying to figure out where to go to get picked up. And I saw like the motorcade and all the escorts when they were leaving out but I did not know that they kept the streets blocked off like even after um, all of them like even after they left and so no cars could come in and there were a bunch of other people like waiting too a lot of people just started walking and I'm like I cannot walk back to Baltimore like you guys I was 
in DC. Um, my mom was with me, but I was like, we can not stay in the lot. So we just started walking. There's like nothing around that stadium. This was at FedEx Field. If you guys, any of you guys like are familiar with the area, you live in the DMV. Um, but yeah, like there was nothing like around there, no restaurants or anything near the stadium. It was like all just residential neighborhoods. I started calling and texting friends and family. Mind you, it's almost 2 a.m. Like people were asleep. The friends I did hear back from were out of town. Luckily, we did finally get picked up and got home around 3 a.m. Um, like I said, I expected a long wait, like getting home after the show. I just did not expect the whole like presidential drama and not being able to get picked up at the stadium, like riot share pickup. It was crazy. But now I know like I could have just walked a couple blocks like to a nearby house or I think there was like also a school and gotten picked up from there. But like it was literally like none available in the area. Like it was so crazy. Um, like I said, I didn't find out that literally no cars or pickups were being allowed in the stadium lot at all because drivers like kept accepting rides. And so I knew there were drivers available. No one was saying like the police had a barrier like <laughs> at all the entrances. They were just canceling rides. But luckily it worked out. Got home safe. The show was incredible. It was definitely worth it. But I just had to throw that in there. So now for today's episode. First thing I want to talk about is what does it mean to be humble, to have humility, not be entitled? Something interesting that I've been noticing with a lot of people, especially since social media has become so huge, is that a lot of people um, expect things to happen overnight or instantly just go viral from one post or one video. And I've just always, um, just always like live in this instant it feels like we're living in this instant microwave society and life doesn't really work like that. It's so easy to look at people and just see their now. You have no context, no backstory to everything that they've been through to get there. And so it can be easy to judge and compare and hate. And all of that is it's just so pointless because literally nothing just happens. Like nothing is black and white. People in every race, class, status go through so much behind the scenes that they never share with the world. And it's nobody's business, but people love to just talk and hate with no respect or recognition of the fact that, you know, that person had to be all all of the odds and put in all the hours and be so disciplined and so focused and Um, If you're black and successful, then you go through hell times a thousand and it never ends. And people who are, you know, born with silver spoons or Nepo babies, the new word for celebrity kids, of course, they have money, but they didn't ask for the fame. And so they have to figure out how to deal with the world they're born into. Prince Harry is a perfect example. Whitney Houston's daughter, rest in peace, is another example. Lisa Marie Presley, also rest in peace. And the list goes on and on. And notice that how even with the money, how hard their lives were, we have no idea, no matter who the person is or what they have, you never know what someone is going through and has been through. Being humble and having humility is basically not acting like you're overly important. Even when you really are, we're all important and beautiful people, but not thinking or acting like you're better than other people, being respectful, not being vain. You can obviously know you're the ish and be it without making other people feel bad. Like Beyonce sings flawless and I'm that girl and bow down, you know, without always coming off as basically a B-I-T-C-H. Like I feel it. I can't remember if I like have this um, like podcast like set up where I can curse or not, but you guys know what I'm saying. Um, 
but yeah like you can say it without coming off as like a super arrogant conceited person there should be a like a good balance where you can own who you are and love who you are and you're confident and fearless but not dimming the light of other people to try to make yourself brighter um except you know obviously when you're telling the truth and when you really are better or really do deserve something that you know is yours which is why you know black people especially have to always remind the world how important we are and we do have to be more arrogant sometimes and remind people how great we are and how much we've done just because we've never been given all the credit we deserve for the things that we do. Muhammad Ali said that he was the greatest because he was. It was a fact and he carried a reputation as a good human being even though he had a big ego. He was not mean to everyone. And that's where so many people go wrong. They reach a certain level and then they lose respect for everyone who helped them get there and lose respect for people in general. And then they end up miserable a lot of the time um, when they get when they let their pride get the best of them. Like I was saying before about social media, making everything seem so instant. It can be easy to feel entitled to things and like the world owes you something and you deserve things with little work put in it takes years sometimes almost a lifetime to achieve certain things and for people to get the credit and acknowledgement that they deserve Beyonce said it um, she said don't ever feel entitled to win like real talk food water shelter and clothes are our most basic needs and the only things that we really need to survive anything else we get is such a blessing the world does not owe you anything a lot of people are always looking for an easy way a get rich quick magic pill something that will make it happen instantly there's no such thing as clicking your heels together and being where you want to be you have to work for it um doing the easy or quick way never pays off in the long run ever my mom and aunt used to tell us you know selling drugs will have you in the grave or in jail which one do you want you know fast does not last fast does not last the best things take time relationships friendships food there's a reason why fast food is the most unhealthy because good stuff takes time a lot of people do not want to put in the time pay your dues I believe all of us can have every single thing that we want but you're gonna go some go through some things like to get it though like my pastor used to say God will give you anything you want you're gonna have to suffer a little bit like Jesus did but we all have to go through things to get what we want everyone in the Bible Jesus Joseph David Samuel Paul all the kings they had to suffer first because struggle builds character having to work builds character nobody wants a weak leader who you know is out of touch and has never been through anything the most idolized people are the ones whose stories have some fight in them even if I don't like someone I respect them as a human being because being a human is hard like I don't care how much money privilege education someone has Being a human being is hard for everybody. None of us gets a handbook. None of us really knows what we're doing or how we're doing it. We have very little control over most of life. None of us knows as much as we think we do. And so judging people is so pointless. Make the most out of your life. Figure out how to be the person you want to be. Do not blame other people for where you are in life. Take responsibility for your life. I can use myself as an example. I've never met my father. I was raised 
by a single mom in Baltimore City with no child support, my life could have taken so many different directions and could still take a different direction, but I know who I am and where I'm headed. I'm not blaming my parents or anyone else for where I am in life. I'm 24 years old. In the eyes of the law, I'm responsible for myself. You know, anything I do or don't do is not on my dad or my mom or teachers or my boss. Like, no one is on me. And yes, people will do you wrong, not apologize, take advantage, hurt you, all this other stuff. But how you move forward is on you. They move on with their lives and you have to decide if you're moving forward or you're letting people keep you stuck in the same place. It sounds cheesy, but be grateful and make the most of what you have, what you do have, not focus and stay stuck on what you don't. So let's talk a little bit about the importance of hard work. Like I was saying before, we've all like seen the soft girl era trend and the soft life. And people have been saying how bad hustle culture is and how toxic it is. And I get it. But working hard is often essential if you want certain things out of life. I worked seven days a week for a year straight. I saved up money so I would not have to live paycheck to paycheck now. There are certain seasons in life where I believe grinding and hustling are really important. I am, and I'm still in my grinding season. I've always had more than one job. I do not believe in putting all my eggs in one basket, but I also believe in working smarter, not harder. So one of my side hustles is nannying. I pretty much exclusively only nanny infants because they sleep. And so while the baby's sleeping, I'm creating content. I'm brainstorming ideas. I'm outlining. Even when I'm at my office job, you know, during my during my lunch break or during my commute, I'm working on growing my brand, my business, creating content. I'm a big believer in to have what they don't have. You have to do what they don't do. A lot of people, especially today, for some reason, I think technology has a lot to do with it. Um, And also the pandemic, because a lot of people got used to being home more. But so many people have just lost work ethic. And I understand getting burnout. Um, But the way I live my life, I try to be as intentional as possible with my time and energy so that I have a life where I am grinding and hustling and girl bossing, but I am also living a soft girl lifestyle. I believe you can have both. Some days you'll have, um, you know, more of one than the other, but I think we cannot be so quick to hate on hustle culture because things take work. They take discipline. That's why I never hate on people. And jealousy just makes absolutely no sense to me because I know how much work certain lifestyles take. All that glitters isn't gold either. So don't look at people and think that they got it all together just because of what you see on the outside. On the inside, most of the time, it's a lot of other stuff going on that we have no idea about. All that glitters is not gold. Um, Even people who are privileged have to do some type of work to maintain their money, to maintain their lifestyle. I'll probably do a separate episode on like doing both hustle and soft and combining like both of those. But if you want to take your life to the next level or you straight up just want to make more money, figure out how you can work for it. If you work during the day, can you get a part time job at night or vice versa? 
what are you doing on your weekends and remember you don't have to work all the time forever i work seven days a week just to establish savings and stop living check to check like i said and now i still work seven days a week sometimes but it's not all the time there are you know some gigs that you can do that are just one time and you can put that money in savings there are so many ways to have more money to make more money sometimes we don't even realize how much we can actually be doing with our time especially if you do not have the responsibility of a family yet or you have free time you can be using that time to work if you also want more money pay attention to not just ways you can make more but to how much you're currently spending what you're spending on and where your money is going there's a post on my lemon eight about overspending impulse buying and emotional spending um, talking about so much that people buy isn't even for themselves, it's for other people. I heard a quote that says, if no one ever saw this, if I wasn't able to show it off, would I still want it? So make sure that you're not wasting money trying to impress people. How we spend our money is often so emotional. It's so important to be in touch with your feelings and make sure you're not buying things, hoping that it'll give you something that cannot be bought, like validation, approval, acceptance, respect. Those things are earned based on the person based on who you are as a person not the things you have or the things that you buy when you feel like your emotional spending I think with most people it's you know food is the easiest one to go to like whether it's fast food Starbucks snacks or even like clothes buying new clothes whatever it is when you feel like emotional spending try to do something that makes you feel good that's free something that you already have for me it's things like reading getting on my treadmill just going to sleep or just laying in bed under the blankets like just laying there like no phone no book nothing just laying in bed makes me feel really good and it's free so try doing something that's free that you already have that makes you feel good before going and spending money on something unnecessary even if you have to put on the hottest outfit that you own to stop yourself from buying clothes you don't need like most of the time like I said we spend money on a feeling not on the the thing itself so think of ways you can have that same feeling without wasting money um, again, using myself an exam- as an example, I could not sleep last night. I had a really crazy past week dealing with people and long days. It was almost midnight and I wanted to order in, but instead I just had some popcorn that I already had. I had some chicken tenders I already had in the freezer and I had a recess that I already had in the fridge and I watched the summer I turned pretty and then I went to sleep. Like there was no reason to spend money on unnecessary stuff when I already had stuff here. So just like you know, do what you can with what you have without, you know, breaking the bank or without spending on unnecessary things. Um, But to wrap up this episode, this is a reminder that summer is not over. So many people, especially the stores, are already in fall. Pumpkin is taking over already, but it's still 100 degrees outside where I am, and so it's not quite fall yet for me. But if you're going back to school, I hope that you have an amazing school year. As you are ending the summer, I'm getting ready for fall. Reflect on your summer. How was it? What do you um, want the last few months of the year to look like? What goals have you already achieved for this year? What do you still want to do? What are new goals that you have now that you didn't have at the beginning of the year? Um, What did you do in the first half of this year that you want to keep doing or do more of in the second half? What didn't you do or... 
What didn't you do that you want to do? What did you um, do that you don't want to keep doing in the second half of the year? This is a great time to just wind down, reset, take a step back, breathe, reevaluate, and get in a good mindset, get in a good headspace for the next season that is quickly approaching. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you did, make sure you rate and review and share this podcast. Make sure you have this episode, this podcast saved to your library so that you do not miss any episodes from me. Remember, these episodes are now available on YouTube. So make sure that you are subscribed to my YouTube channel, Mara P. Sullivan. The handle on YouTube is at Mara's Love. DM me anytime with questions or topics you want me to cover. My Instagram is at Mara P. Sullivan. My Lemon 8 is at Mara P. Sullivan. Remember, I post on there every single day. Remember, no matter how hectic, chaotic, crazy life is right now, do not forget to love. I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye.